want to beat the burnout and find out what it really takes to boost your mojo, welcome to the Mojo Show. Join Kyle Hargreaves and David Elko, a couple of guys that used to be fit, then got fat, but managed to get fit again. They're on a mission to cut through all of the BS from the world of health, fitness and self-help and share their knowledge and experience as coaches to help you consistently look good, feel great and be at your best. Okay, right, we're recording. Are you there? Yeah, I'm there, Kyle. All right. Hey, guys, good evening. As you can tell from the, are you there? Oh, yeah. We're having a really good evening with technology Dave. already. Dave! <laughs> Dave! <laughs> Um, yeah, so, welcome to the Mojo Show. Sorry, we uh, we haven't posted Hello? in a while. With uh, uh, basically, I've got to put up with this dick on the other end, and every so often, I just refuse to get on and call him. Dave, <laughs> like, no, look, seriously. <laughs> anyway, what do you want to talk about tonight, Kyle? Is there something going on in the world that you might want to speak about? <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, you've actually gone, or are you being a poop, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Very couldn't tough. resist. <laughs> That's okay. Ah, yeah. Um, well, figured we might as well talk about the. Uh, the global panic that's going on at the moment and um you know the real emergency which is the lack of loo roll yeah um, honest to god like <laughs> oh, uh, I, I don't get it i still so, don't get it <laughs> someone posted a meme earlier um and it was a bunch of people in hazmat suits and around from from a film or something and, and it, there's a caption saying they're all dead and underneath it goes, yeah, but their asses are all really clean. <laughs> That's naughty. Hilarious, but naughty. I like it. Yeah. That's superb. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, 19, you know, the coronavirus. I mean, wherever you are in the world, guys, you're listening to, just just stay safe. You know, do, do the sensible stuff. You know, all of the respective governments have published stuff about washing your hands properly, you know, trying not to touch people. Don't go too near people that you might think are infected. You know, don't put yourself into infected situations if you don't have to. Um, oh, it's an interesting one because both, as we've mentioned before, like I live in the United Kingdom uh, and Kyle lives in Ireland. And both our governments have had a different approach to this, which is mm-hmm. both interesting, a bit strange. Um, Boris wants money over people's lives. What? Um, <laughs> um, sorry, a bit of a cough there. Um, yeah, well, it's interesting because I was reading an article from an. <coughs> oh, can I say the word epidemiologist? Yeah. Okay. A, something like that. It, it's a big word that sounds very professional, um, mm-hmm. but basically they they lecture on disease control or something in the US. I can't remember exactly. Um, but, yeah, they're calling the uh, the strategy to, what was the word, try and build everyone, uh, was it the herd immunity or something? It's the herd phrase immunity. they're using. Yeah, 60% um, contamination would generally, like with most viral infections, then start to produce people that are actually immune to it, in which case then you can develop antibodies and so on and so forth. 
Yeah, well, this guy, in a long story short, was just called BS on that because it's not a vaccine, it's a live virus. And uh, it's <clears throat> essentially they're just gambling, they're, they're gambling with people's lives. So, you know, there are people that are lower risk that are likely to recover and the recovery rate is, is very high. Uh, unfortunately, those that are more vulnerable or more at risk, their recovery rate is not so high. So, you know, it seems to be a big gamble. Um, although I think from what I hear, they're kind of backtracking on that a little bit now. Um, the latest I heard today was that the rumour mill is, uh, well, the press were saying that rumour mill is that um, Boris is going to suggest that everybody over, is everybody over 70 isolates for 14 weeks. So I don't really know <laughs> yeah, how that's, that's going to work. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, I saw a little rumor online earlier. It was like, yeah, over for like four months or something like that. Anyone over seventy isolates for like four months. <laughs> like, right. And the schools are going to end up shutting down until September or something like that. Oh, oh that's going to be fun. Shutting down till September. Wow. Is that because again, this is this. Down? Go on. Well, this. This is all speculation and rumour, you know, you can't believe everything you hear in the press, but the, the, there's often no smoke without fire, so they could, I can't see, I mean, the schools over here shut on Thursday, um, yep. but going going by the fact that the number of cases has essentially doubled since then, if not more than doubled, I can't see it being a two-week shutdown somehow, no, I can see it going on a bit no. longer than that. Um, yeah, indeed. Um, things are going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, things are going to get worse. Alternatively, Kyle, you know, being a com- just a complete idiot, really, you shut the schools down and your cases got worse. See, the answer is clearly reopen the schools and send them back in, and it will drop. <laughs> well, you know, kids Obviously, are carriers. Maybe, maybe we should complete. just maybe we should just lock them in the schools and then exactly. and isolate them in there. That'll slow the spread. Exactly. The kids the kids are known to be more carriers than actually like have symptoms. So, you know, they're asymptomatic. Lock the carriers in the schools. It's done. <laughs> exactly. They can self isolate. The rest of the humanity can get on with it. <laughs> yeah, we can keep the economy going. <laughs> This is, yeah, this is said with, uh, you know, someone with four children. Oh, and I'm one of the most vulnerable groups around as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hi. So well, what are you, yeah. how are you guys um, sort of keeping a level head? Because I know the, the, the panic buying and everything over there is just as bad, if not worse, as here by the sound of it, it's getting worse. All the um, thing. Keeping a level head is just sort of looking at, um, well, first off, so basically um, it normally goes with Jamie's like, lock yourself away. I don't want you to die because, like I said, I'm the biggest risk actually out of the whole family, even more than the kids. You know, type 1 diabetic, as I've got a respiratory condition as well. Uh, (laughs) Like genuinely, it doesn't bode well for me if I get it. It's like I've I've just been sure I've been washing my hands, you know, sanitising it, even part of my job delivery driving around my osteopathy degree i've been hand sanitizing after every customer you know my hands are now bleeding um i've, I've not got uh covid19 i have picked up every other virus known to man um, because my hands are so open due to the amount of hand sanitizer that i've been using <laughs> um 
it's, it's just looking at different sources as well. I mean, we were just having this conversation just prior to coming on the call, right? Is there is so much, you know, and like you said, rumour mill, speculation, different scientists. I think Jamie was like, the first thing I'm going to ask people, you know, if they've got an opinion on it is credentials, question mark. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's like, what are your credentials? Oh, I, I, saw, I saw this on like the, my local blog. It's like, ah, uh, so this wasn't like the, the World Health Organization, you know, it wasn't like you said as no, <laughs> a scientist <clears throat> that's been studying disease for years, you know, like, no, it's Tina around the photocopy here at work. Well, Tina, you can get fucked with your opinion, if I'm completely honest. <laughs> no, it's like anything they teach us, like, like as you know, like studying in academics, check your sources, check mm. the reliability of your sources. Ah, oh, the Sun newspaper. Mmm, the Sun newspaper. That same newspaper that still does page three in this day and age is telling you about a, the COVID-19 outbreak. Right. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. Of course, okay. if anyone from the Sun newspaper is listening, um, we love we love what you do. We love your work. Um, it's very creative. <laughs> oh yeah there's there's that uh there's that funding uh issue for the lawyer that we need again <laughs> yeah did we set up that just giving page yeah no we didn't set up that just giving page we should have done by the amount of people you know i even insulted boris at the start of the call <laughs> yeah but boris is a politician I'm, I'm, he's used to it you know yeah yeah exactly i'm on one tonight um Oh, interesting off topic not related to COVID-19 do you reckon Trump and Boris were created in test tubes together maybe that is our penance maybe they are our penance yeah yeah oh god yeah, they are very uh, alike. Yeah, my my um, my nine year old is <laughs> like, it got confused by them both and was like, which one is that? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> you know, the raw honesty of kids that I absolutely love. It's just like, which one is that? It just can't tell. Oh, brilliant. What about you, Kyle? What are you doing amid COVID nineteen to keep a bit more of a level head? Well. Um, like you said, you're first about thing to is... tell me you've bought 10 million toilet roll, aren't you, Kyle? <laughs> Do you need any? Because um... <laughs> you're, you're selling them, aren't you, by the roll at God knows how much on eBay? It's not my fault. People are stupid enough to spend 50 quid for a roll of loo roll. Three owns. You know what? Right? If someone actually just turned around and said, oh, actually, I'm doing it so I can flog it on eBay and make some money. I would actually at least respect that to to a certain point. But like, okay, you're profiting off humanity's distress, you know. But I can't help but at least admire the entrepreneurial spirit, at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was it? Amazon this week. There were hand sanitizers being sold for a, a fiver a pop, or like the little tiny ones. And Jesus, so, there's plenty of people at it. Jeff Bezos is just rubbing his hands together and like make rain. You know, unless he's got coronavirus, of course, then he's like not. <laughs> anyway, so what are you doing, Kyle, in amongst the panic? Well, a bit like yourself, trying to maintain a degree of perspective on it all. Uh, the reality is, panic buying some loo roll is not going to solve the problem. 
Um, no. And, and thinking sort of long term as well, it's like this isn't going to go away anytime soon. Um, no. It, it is going to be around for a bit, so we've got to think a little bit more strategically. It is more than likely guaranteed at this stage that we're going to be hit by another recession. Um, so it's a case of thinking, well, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on that's outside of our control. So yeah. it's thinking about well, what is within my control. And what is within my control is looking out for obviously myself looking out for george and, and helping to look out for her family as well because she's got some some vulnerable relatives um and yeah. they're isolating they're, they're isolating themselves not because they've got it but because they're if they get it they're really high risk you know her dad's yeah. in his late 70s and he's not and he's got underlying conditions and her nan's just had a hip hop so you know so really we all need to sort of be looking after ourselves and taking those precautions so that we can be looking after them. Because, I mean, this is one of the things that kind of made me think the other day when I went shopping. I mean, on Friday, I went to just go and do my usual weekly shop and it was absolute bedlam. And it was to the point where I, I was being pushed by people with trolleys behind me. I literally had trolleys up my backside. So the point is, I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty placid guy. I don't tend to lose my temper, but I was getting really close to turning around and breaking someone's nose because I was getting so <laughs> fed up. It was that, it was ridiculous. Getting, getting feet ran over by trolleys, people ramming you and pushing you. You're trying to get through the aisle when you've got people trying to undercut you and push you out of the way. But, Jesus. All I want to do is get me shopping, and they're all fighting for the bread and the toilet roll and pasta, pasta and rice with the other ones as well that people are clearing the shelves off of. And and while anyway, while I was there, while this was all going on, there's this poor old lady. She's got this little trolley, and she's got a little, you know, those little wheelie carts, and she's on her own, yeah. and she and she's getting pushed around left, right, and centre, and she's she's got hardly anything in her trolley because she can't get to anything, and it just made me think that you know what? At times like this, sometimes you see the best of people, but sometimes you see the worst of people as well, and yeah. it's just yeah, absolute lunacy. And there's people filling up their trolleys. I mean, when you know like the big trolleys, they're they're full to the brim with bread. Right. It's just like, yeah. and not that not that bread's really the best thing to be trying to survive on anyway. But regardless of that, it's just it's a proper sort of like screw you. All I oh, care is. about is it's... me mentality, and it's like, well, that's all well and good, but on the other side of it, the reason they've they've just put the government over here have just now told all like bars and clubs that they need to shut down because. People are going out with that screw this mentality, and they were. There was a video posted from a pub last night after they'd had this restriction in place for no more than a hundred people indoors, at this mm -hmm. pub that was absolutely rammed. And it's like you're just you're, it's, you're you're basically increasing the risk of all those people that are at risk. Yeah, it's just, it's selfish. It's so undeniably selfish. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to comment on the actual virus and stuff. It's, 
Like because I, I'm I'm not a biologist. I don't know enough about it. There are people with way more far better credentials than me to comment on that and go and search for it, guys, please, right? Um but you know, like simple bits of common sense like that, you know, if you if the government's saying stuff like that, it is to prevent further outbreaks and you're ignoring it. See, why can't we bioengineer a virus that destroys dickheads? You know, like people like honest to god people like that that did that to the old lady in the supermarket no i'm going to put you in a room what's this this is called dickhead eradication it's called the der 19 or whatever what year are we in no, 2020 der 2020 that's what this virus is called it eradicates dickheads just like oh burnt burnt live you know or actually because you you know well done you've panic bought you've caused everyone else to actually you know not you know now get COVID nineteen and all the vulnerable people because they now can't get it because you've been a bell end. I'm going to put you in a room and give you Ebola, and that Ebola is going to make COVID nineteen look like a fucking Girl Scout trying to sell you cookies. <laughs> you know? I, I just it, it boils my piss. It, it is. It is entirely selfish and there's no thought for other people. I delivered to a lady today, mate, and it was like. You know, she's like, oh, and it's like, I'm sorry, you haven't got this, you haven't got that. And I wanted to get my van and drive back down to the store, try and pick up as much stuff for her and then run over anyone that I found bumped by. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. like, why? Um, Jamie said a story in our local Tesco in Exeter where there was like a couple of mums that picked up some like tin tomatoes. Another mum got up and then some lady came along and picked up like a whole tray. <laughs> they were like, what are you doing? And she was like, you snooze, you lose. Seriously, it's, it's it's that attitude, like yeah. just. So there, there's this whole thing, right? I get that people are scared, and I understand that when people are scared, they become stupid. That's neurology. That's how the brain works. But there's being scared, and and and, and then there's that attitude. Is like you snooze, you lose. Yeah. That's just like that's just that's just selfish and obnoxious. That is. Yeah. There's no. Uh, I don't know. It, it, yeah, I'm, I I know what you mean, mate. It is infuriating, especially when you see people that are struggling or that are more vulnerable, and they're just getting left in the wayside. Because um, I think that's part of the problem as well. And I and I got to admit, when this whole thing first started, before before we had any cases here, my attitude was a little bit well, okay, well I'm. Um, young and fit i'm not high risk i'm not overly worried about it i wasn't necessarily thinking of the implications of it but when it actually stopped when those first cases came in and then i started you know i did sort of start to wake up and go hang on a minute it's not just about me now there's Mm. we've got vulnerable family members this thing's all of a sudden it's becoming real and there are people at risk that's why because i was as as you know i was supposed to be over in the uk this weekend because i'm supposed to be at a funeral tomorrow but i've not gone purely because it's not because I'm worried about catching it, because I'm worried about going through airports and likely picking it up as a carrier, and or, or not being or not being able to help those that here that do that might need me, you know, or yeah. If I if I although if I do pick it up and I get it and I have to self isolate, then that means George has to self-isolate as well. That cuts her off from her family. That means she can't help anybody. That means, you know, so th- there's, there's bigger implications than, you know, it's, we do need to kind of think of other people and, and we're all in it together at the end of the day. This whole thing with panic buying is we're all in the same boat. 
we're all facing the same possibilities when it comes to the recession. But the reality is, right, the food supply chain is not going to break down overnight. Mm-hmm. If and if the food shops close, which as far as I'm aware, they haven't in Italy. Italy's on total lockdown, but the food stores are still open. Food stores. Yeah. It, if if it got to the point where they had to close, they wouldn't. The governments wouldn't starve us. There'd be that they if, even if they had to do feed banks or food drops, we would get what we need. You know, it's not. It's not going to be yeah. a case where 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 everyone's going to get left out in the cold. It's it's. You know, there's, there's, there's no need to panic by. And at the moment, as it stands, even if we do go into lockdown, there will still be food available. Shops will still be open. Movement might be restricted. We might not be able to do all the things that we normally enjoy doing for a while. But yeah, we're not yeah, going to starve yeah. and we're not going to be left out in the cold. And I think it's important to kind of keep that in mind as well. You know, it's there's no need to for all this over-the-top behaviour, you know. Um, and, and similarly, I mean, the other, the other sort of thing in terms of my approach and my thinking is that, you know, I want to, food-wise and, and, and lifestyle habit-wise, I still want to be eating decent stuff as much as possible. I don't want to be living off bread and pasta and rice. That's a surefire way of getting sick anyway. Um it's all right in small amounts but you don't want to be living off it so you know i'm just going to stick to my regular shopping habits as much as possible i'm going to carry on exercising as much as possible at the moment the gyms are still open but if the gym closes then you know if it's just walking or doing stuff at home anything to keep as healthy as possible try and get outside where i can while we can but you know at the end of the day it's a a big part of it is going to be about managing your own health and keeping your own, your own immune system in check. And if you're stressed out and if you're anxious and if you're worried all the time, then your immune system is going to start getting suppressed. If you're eating crap because it's all the stuff that you've panic bought, eventually that's going to affect your immune system. So, you know, you might as well just make the best of the situation. The big, the biggest problem we're going to have long term is if we do end up in a lockdown situation, which is which is possible. The rate rate is spreading; it could well happen. Is going to be keeping yourself sane at home. That's going to be the biggest struggle. That's good. Is it's you know that's it's you're looking after your own mental well being because being stuck indoors all day is not going to do your mental well being any good. You know, you're going to want to be able to get out at some point. So at this stage, we're sort of thinking what our long plan strategy is, you know, financially as well, because now Georgia's out of work. Typically, she went back on the um, the supply supply teaching. Um, She went back into supply teaching and a couple of weeks later, this has happened. And now because she's a supply teacher, she doesn't have regular work. She's not getting paid. And for I can't remember what the exact reason is. I think it's to do with the tax laws over here. She can't claim she can't claim any support either. So because because I'm earning, she can't claim anything. And we're supposed to be moving in May, which means all our bills are going to double. Mm-hmm. My income's not going to my income's not going to go up. So wow. you know, 
So we're now thinking about how we're going to manage. I mean, we've got some money saved, which will tide us over for a while. So, you know, we're not in, in any immediate danger, but there are other things that we have to consider as well. Um, so, I'm you know, sorry to hear that one. Oh, well, it's, no, it's, it is what it is, isn't it? You know, we would, we're, we're, we're just thinking about, you know, not panicking, but we're thinking about, okay, we need to have our contingency in place and we have to take these things into account and we have to be prepared for it, you know. Um, and, yeah, panic buying a load of pasta and loo roll is not going to, is not really going to be an effective contingency plan. So, no. yeah, we, we're keeping a level head. We're looking at the situation as it is, doing the best we can to keep ourselves healthy by following the guidelines and just looking after ourselves generally like we would normally and, you know, doing the best we can in that regard. But we're also thinking of the bigger picture and, and long-term, you know, how is it strategically, how is this going to affect us in terms of, like, from a business perspective as well, you know, from a coaching business, that those kinds of businesses are usually the first things to go out the window when a recession hits in because, you know, anything that when people start to panic about recession, which, you know, if we're being realistic, recession isn't going to affect most people day to day. Um, things are not going to change overnight because there's a recession. Some people are going to be affected financially. Some people are going to, their jobs are going to be affected. I appreciate that. But for the majority of people, there's not going to be any major significant changes to their income. It might be a change in the cost of living. We're hoping if anything, that the cost of living goes down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, but we're thinking more in terms of, you know, how's this going to play out? for us and what do we need to make sure that we survive this long term and the answer is you know keeping a level head and we have to take it a day at a time what more can you do you know follow the guidelines do our best to keep ourselves from getting it again not because we're overly scared of getting it because we don't want to be passing it on because there might be people that depend on us so yeah I think that's really it for me is thinking about keeping that level head, looking at the situation as it is. We know that it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, that, that's, that's a given, by the way, it's spreading. I mean, was it 300 new cases? No, sorry, 3,000 new cases in Italy today, 300 deaths. I don't know what the new cases in the UK are like. We've had 40 new cases today. It's... I don't know UK wide. I'd have to Google that. So you know, we, yeah. I, I heard somewhere along the lines that they reckon it will peak around June. Whether, again, whether that's true or not, I don't know. Um, that could just be more media speculation. But regardless, we've we've not seen the worst of it yet. So no. you know, we've just got a batten down the hatches, so to speak, and be sensible. And But we do need to look out for each other as well because it's very easy to get caught up in that selfish mentality. But then all of a sudden, if everyone just looks out for themselves and no one's looking out for each other, then that's when things start to fall apart, isn't it? What about all those doctors and nurses that are on the front line? Um, you know, and all the other 
services that are out there trying to keep people safe. We need to be doing the best we can to be supporting them and yeah. each other through this whole thing. And yeah, just keeping a calm, level head. We'll get through it. We'll get up the other side of it. You know, it might be a bit of a an inconvenience for the next little while, but collect as as a as a as a, as a race. As a civilization, we'll, we'll break through it. It's not the 1600s and the plague, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we've just got to take all these things into account. Look after our health. Look, follow the guidelines. Follow the hand washing and the sanitizing, and be mindful of where you're coughing and sneezing and touching your face and this, that, and the other, and just it's just common sense it really is just common Indeed. sense you know? there is a problem because common sense isn't always common practice no no and unfortunately like as we said earlier when people are under threat and the blood gets drawn away from the uh, the rational part of the brain common sense flies out the window but you can't keep going around in a heightened state of panic all the time because that doesn't get you anywhere it just causes more problems yeah yeah indeed all right so all right it is an interesting one obviously about the bog roll car right obviously like you mentioned you know you feel like you're under threat you're stressed you're scared because of the potential threat for covid of coronavirus right your body's got one of five responses the five f's yeah fight and flight are the two common ones that people know about yep. yeah freezing is the other one more commonly procrastination yeah stopping on the spot rabbit in the head or deer in the headlights yeah You've also got fornication and food. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where the living heck does buying Bogrel come under any of those five? You know, what is it? Is it tissue to uh, clean up after all the fornication that's been occurring? Must be. Must be. That's the only one I can think of. <laughs> anyway. Oh, um, hey, like common sense ideas from you there, you know, like slightly more angry ideas from myself um, <laughs> somewhere in between but, yeah somewhere in between there we go um all right carl let's let's finish on a good one then okay what is the most ridiculous conspiracy theory or even plural many however many you want to talk about that you've read about where coronavirus has come from uh boris johnson and donald trump's test tube <laughs> Okay, I think you might have misinterpreted what I said there. I didn't mean them creating it as father. I meant those two were test tube babies together. No, that was a byproduct. It was was a byproduct, you know, because they were created, you know, there's, what what is it? Newton's law, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Newton's third law, yeah. So when when they were created in a test tube, so was the coronavirus. There we go. There you go. That's it, guys. Um, we're not going to talk about any other conspiracy theory except the Mojo conspiracy, which is that when Donald Trump okay, uh, and Boris Johnson were created as test tube babies, the resulting chemical reaction made the coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> and on that bombshell, we should leave it there. Have you had the Chuck <laughs> Norris one? No. What's the Chuck Norris one? <laughs> Chuck Norris uh, contracted the coronavirus. The coronavirus now has to go into self-isolation for two weeks.
<laughs> and that, Kyle, once this goes up, recorded and on the on Podbane, is the title of Podbane. Is the title of it because you know you put those little tiny in coronavirus isolating from Chuck Norris. <laughs> oh, brilliant! That is amazing. actually. Um, you just reminded me something. Um, there's been a couple of more cases. Um, there's finally some in Plymouth. Um, uh, it's uh, in Devon. It's known for not being a very nice place. It's Plymouth. And a, a week or so ago, I saw this uh, this Facebook post, and you know there was. Pay- coronavirus cropping up everywhere except Plymouth. Plymouth still had zero cases and so <laughs> someone's put a very amusing comment on, on this post going, see, told you Plymouth was shit, even coronavirus wants to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if anyone from Plymouth is listening, please uh, please give us your thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Brilliant. on that one, right. We On shall, that bombshell. We'll leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, mate. Well, look, stay safe, stay clean. You too, mate. Yeah, you That's too. Enough. Take care of yourself yeah. and the wife. Thank you for listening to the Mojo Show. Join us again next week for more real talk about the world of health, fitness, and self help.